0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey Podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Caroline Brown. Hey, guys. Caroline, I'm so glad you're here. We're actually in community together, which is Fun fact, I'm Emma's CG leader. She is, so I'm being graded on my performance. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Um, Caroline and I are in community together. We obviously know each other very well. All of our sin, everything we're studying in God's word. It's all on the table. It's all on the table. But today, I'm excited for our listeners to get to know you, because I think you're awesome. You serve in a lot of different areas in our church. Um, But first, before we go there, Caroline, how did you come to know the Lord? For those who don't know you.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I grew up in church. I became a believer when I was 13. And then um, it wasn't really until I worked at Canna Cut Camps when I was in college that I really got to see discipleship in action for the first time and got to see what it really looked like to follow Jesus. So that, paired with coming to Watermark about four years ago, has really served to transform my life. God has really used those two places to just teach me what it looks like to study the Bible and to follow him. I love it. And now you serve primarily... At the porch. Doing? I Mm -hmm. am on the team that does pastoral care. So we get to hang out with people in the auditorium and then pray with people, talk with them down front afterwards. It's really been a gift. And I'm going to hype you up because you're being really humble, which is beautiful
0: and I love it. But Caroline... I just want to affirm you because what I see Caroline do really well is go out of her way to not just connect with people on a Tuesday night, but continue to invest relationally with them and follow up week after week after week doing Bible studies together, answering their questions. Like it's it's incredibly likely that you will see Caroline in the Watermark coffee shop on a Tuesday afternoon after work. You work as a speech pathologist. Yes, speech pathologist in a school. And uh, she'll come after work to meet with young adult women who are seeking to know, know the Lord and better understand his word, which is awesome. And today we are seeking to better understand Acts 2. A tough one. Yeah, you were really excited <laughs> when I assigned this to you. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so right off the bat, I just want to go ahead and define two terms that I think can be a little bit confusing, and they are tongues and prophecy. So, tongues, real quick definition for you known languages unknown to the speaker, but known to the hearers, and prophecy, true and authoritative revelation from God. So, tongues known languages unknown to the speaker, but known to the hearers and prophecy, true and authoritative revelation from God. And if you want more on tongues and prophecy, I'm going to link uh, Oren Martin's message from first Corinthians 14 in the description below. But from then on, Caroline, we look at this chapter as a whole. What do you see? I see the
1: Holy spirit and the gift that it is to us. What do you mean by that? Um, So I'll just go ahead and read the key verse that I had. That was verse 17. And it says, And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even on my male servants and female servants. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Sorry, that was 17 and 18. Um, and so I think we can sometimes skip over the gift that is the Holy Spirit. Um, and so I was really encouraged just to get to read about how, okay, when we become believers, we aren't just left alone. God doesn't yeah. leave us and say, okay, see you in heaven one day. Um, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and in Acts 1.8, it says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And so, I don't know. I think that that was an important theme in this chapter of just remembering, okay, God says that he pours out his Holy Spirit on us and then we get to receive power. That feeds into so many areas of our lives because of the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the power to love others when we can't on our own. To share the gospel with people, when I'm scared to death, I'm like, oh wait, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in me, like I can do this. I yeah. can have hard conversations. And so. No, that's good. I You said earlier when we were
0: getting ready to record, um, something along the lines of, In Acts 2, we can get lost in those Mm -hmm. terms, prophecy, tongues, a fire, all this crazy stuff going on. But there's something really beautiful and impactful about the simplicity of the Holy Spirit is a gift. Yes. Caroline, when you read
1: this chapter, what'd you learn? Yeah. So this is a long chapter. There's kind of a lot of sections here, but overall, um, like I said, I think it's just really freeing to know that. I'm saying it again, that I have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. That's a huge deal. Um, I also am reminded that in other parts of the Bible, let me flip there. In John 14, 26, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. I kind of had to refresh myself on what is the Holy Spirit. And so that verse really reminded me, okay, how sweet that... He's our helper. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And just how it says he'll remind us of all that he has said to us. I think that's a really big encouragement and reminder. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this.
0: How do you, Caroline, live differently because of what we read in Acts 2? Like we can look at this chapter and be like, yeah, this is great. Okay. We know that it's a big deal that we get the Holy Spirit. And it's cool that the Spirit gives men and women both gifts. Um, The Spirit is this incredible gift from God? But what what is my response to this great, I mean, the fellowship of believers? Like you said, there's a lot in this chapter. How do you live differently after you took all 47 verses of chapter two in?
1: Yeah. Well, I think how I said, how I was encouraged the Holy Spirit is poured on us and that it gives me the power to go out and tell others yeah. how my life has been changed. In Acts 2, verse 38 somebody asks, okay, what do we do to follow Jesus? And Peter says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I think it just reminded me the simplicity of the gospel too. Sometimes I forget that it's I mean, it's this huge thing, but it's also this simple thing. Like literally all we do is repent um, and then follow Jesus and we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to live differently by living on mission daily Mm -hmm. um, and helping people come to know Jesus so that they too can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit.
0: That's good. What does it look like in your day-to-day life to be surrendered to the Spirit's guidance as you're... As you're seeing somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I should go have a conversation with this coworker, but I'm terrified. What does that look like in action?
1: Um, Yeah, I think just being open to promptings of the Spirit, I think that's a real thing and sometimes can be written off um, out of uncomfortability or awkwardness. And I mean, that can be me sometimes too. So I just pray daily that I would be surrendered to those convictions and discerning thoughts that I think are from the Holy Spirit um because he has equipped us we just have to be obedient.
0: It's so good. We're running out of time a little bit. So, let's switch gears really quickly. Go to the end of the chapter, fellowship of believers. What do you notice? What do you take away? What's the Lord teaching you as you read those last five or so verses?
1: Um, I think just the reminder that we really do need community and fellowship with believers around us. I love how it says in verse 42 and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship Um, I want to be someone that is devoted to the teachings of Jesus. And to do that, I'm going to need community around me who's like-minded and can remind me on the hard days what we're here for and where truth is found. So I'm thankful that I have that through people like you, Emma, and the rest of our community group. Shout out. We love you guys. (laughs) So I don't know. I just want to leave people encouraged with, okay, what is the next step for me? Okay, I get that I have the Holy Spirit. Now what? And I think a good next step for people could maybe, as believers, could maybe be, okay, where can I find godly community around me? Because it is really, really important.
0: No, that's good. Okay. Let's say this, though. That's a good next step. What if I'm already in community? What is my, what's the challenge that comes from these these verses? Like, what's the challenge if Mm -hmm. I'm... Okay, I I get that I have the Holy Spirit. I did need that reminder to be sensitive and discern. I do know that I should be in community,
1: but I'm a Watermark member, so I I have to be. What's the challenge for me then? Well, the challenge for me was when it says they were selling their possessions and belongings, and day by day they attended the temple and broke bread together with glad and generous hearts. That's kind of a summary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for some of us, we get complacent, especially maybe Watermark members where we're comfortable with our community, but... I think there's just always things that we could be that could be pressed in on, or how you're spending your money, how yeah. you're spending your time. Like, are you dying to yourself daily? Mm-hmm. Um, are you really picking up your cross and following Jesus? Yeah, we've been we've been talking
0: about that in our group. Yeah, we, we've been there, Caroline and I, you guys can't see us talking, but there's some winking going on <laughs> going on across the table. But it truly is a good challenge because we don't necessarily think about community group and think, oh yeah, we're selling. Our, Nike, our jordans to serve each other mm-hmm. if you don't know i'm talking about shoes i really love <laughs> nikes but like that that's something that i'm like man does that mark us that we're selling our possessions to care for one another and and as need arises of course but just that willing willingness to selflessly give mm-hmm. really challenges me
1: yeah putting others first yeah
0: any final thoughts feel good We're out of time, so I hope we feel good. I think I feel good. Awesome. Well, Caroline, thank you for sharing and for being here coming up on a weekend to record. I really appreciate it. And uh, whenever you're hearing this, I know Caroline and I are both praying that this conversation blesses you, encourages you, and challenges you. And as always, thanks for listening. And I am so glad we're on this journey together.